All my little joysticks and D pads and little buttons. Oh, hi. Hi. I shouldn't have said little because some of you are big joysticks. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Just Gaming Pod, episode 27. It is me, Brandon, your favorite. Hello. Sorry, I just have to give you that. That's okay. I, you know, I respect it. Um, and we're here today on another fun little episode, another fun little moment to talk about some fun little things or maybe some big things. Mm. God. Snack I have size got or family two- size. <laughs> Both. Oh. <laughs> Fit the snack size in the family size and call it a snack size. It's <laughs> a lot of F's. <laughs> I've got two I've got two of my favorite people here in the world with me. Family on the pod, mm-hmm. <laughs> family size. Hot I was going to say, speaking Miss of family size, <laughs> let me introduce my best friend in the world. Introduce yourself, Miss Family Size. Miss Family Size, hot fries um, at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Wacy, I'm back. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I never left. And what about you, Miss Thickums? Um, hi, Mr. Gums. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you came out like a smoker's one. Right. Hi, it's hi, me, Mr. Gums. Hi, it's me, Mr. Gums. <laughs> hi, it's me, Miss Nickum. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get that bronchitis. <laughs> <laughs> the bronchitis on us. Hi, I'm well. Welcome hi. Mm. Welcome, welcome. welcome. So we're here on episode 27, Just Game and Pod. For all of you who are new, potentially, or who haven't followed us yet on our socials, but have been following us on this podcasting adventure and tuning in weekly, be sure to follow us on all our social media, Facebook, um, Instagram. Instagram, Twitter, all the teas, all the fun at Just Game and Pod. That's J-U-S-T-G-A-Y-M-I-N-P-O-D. Um, we're starting our OnlyFans at some point. We're just trying to get the um, paperwork organized out. So fun, fun time. Did you actually know that OnlyFans is going the direction of Twitter? Apparently, <gasps> they're removing all adult content. Wait, OnlyFans is doing the same thing as Twitter? Uh-huh, as wait Tumblr. a minute. Wait a oh. minute. Wait, 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 wait. OnlyFans is doing this, or Twitter's yes. doing this? I said Twitter, huh? OnlyFans. Yeah, you were saying OnlyFans is doing oh, what Twitter is, only, and I'm like, I'm wait, like OnlyFans is pulling a Tumblr. I'm sorry. Huh? So you know, how, you know how Tumblr took off all their like adult content? Yeah. OnlyFans is supposedly doing the same thing. But OnlyFans okay, is known for porn, though. Well, but you know that's not why it was originally created. It was originally created as mm-hmm. a like a Patreon type thing. Well, nobody's gonna. Nobody's no, literally, gonna they're gonna lose anymore. so much money. Okay, um, no longer catching us on OnlyFans, but um, you can catch us on our Just for Fans um, <laughs> coming up. <laughs> I have an account there (laughs) (laughs) And if that falls through We'll just go to Pornhub Premium (laughs) (laughs) Now that they got rid of all their porn I was so upset I had like a stash put together On what? Pornhub? Yeah Yeah that was rough I've, I've slowly like started building up new ones it's not I as good as it, it used to yeah, be I, there's not many like i have a Mm-mm. particular taste and yeah. now it's just not literally whitewashed <laughs> yeah, literally. no 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 agreed, agreed agreed yeah um so on today's episode we're going to be talking about a couple fun things um for some reason this crept up on me and i don't know why but all-star six starting just oh. like hit me like i Okay, the fact that they released it at 3 a.m. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like, I really wasn't anticipating for some reason, even though I knew it was coming. So that was kind of an interesting, cool little release. Um, so we'll be talking about the first two episodes of All Star 6. Mm. Um, and then we will be concluding my trilogy recap of the Mass Effect Legendary Edition by talking about Mass Effect 3. Oh my God. Yeah. As you both know, I'm very excited because I love these games. Oh my God, but aren't you a little sad? No, because I'm replaying them again. Oh. Are you going to do an episode about Mass Effect's Adronima? Adromeda? Uh, <laughs> I guess I could down the road. Why not? I'd I mean, have to replay it though. It's been a while. Oh girl, yeah. I... I spent like three days and I'm still on one planet. <laughs> Andromeda is fun. Um, it gets a lot of shit that I don't think it actually deserves. It was actually a fun time. I played it a few times in. Um, so we'll just jump right in with uh, All Star 6. Woo. Mm. Woo. So kind of just out the gate, I don't want to talk like too, too much. I mean, I guess spoilers a little bit. Potentially. Uh, a lot of it. 
We um have it was what a total of thirteen queens this season. Fourteen? Fourteen? Thir- thirteen? Four- no, thirteen, thirteen. 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 Um we've got a lot of uh, there was like a lot of left field choices, I feel like. Like not a lot of people that I think I fans would anticipate it mm-hmm. would be on All Stars, but after watching the first two episodes, I think it's a really good cast, honestly. Yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. mad at it at all. No, this was kind of like a powerhouse where like making up for last season, it's like a breath of fresh air in a little bit. Yeah, TTT. And it's a very diverse cast as well. Like there's like I a- also don't feel like there's a slotted winner. Like the last like mm-hmm. like last season, it was obviously Shay. It, like they could not have like painted it in any other way. I was like, obviously she's gonna win. Hello. Mm-hmm. Um, with this one, I'm like, who's gonna win? I feel like it could be Eureka. T, all T. I, I wouldn't. Eureka, I wouldn't be shocked. She got the HBO money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so speaking of, when you think about the cast, do you have any immediate standout favorites that you are rooting for? Yes, Yara Sofia, mm-hmm. because she's a Puerto Rican queen. And I have to represent my Puerto Rican people that make mm. it to the show. So definitely a standout for me. Um, granted, her looks are very questionable for me. I mean, I love them, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Another standout is definitely, um, I would say, damn. When I think about it, nobody really <laughs> stood out to me because everybody's so <laughs> out. And like Pandora Box is in here, but I forget that she exists. Sonique is in here, but I forget that she exists. Mm. You know, Jiggly Caliente um, stood out for a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but like, other than that, nobody, nobody really is like standing out, standing out. Yeah, it's still kind of early yeah. for sure. Like within the first two episodes, I think my kind of immediate favorites are their like Raja mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I'm kind of feeling Eureka if I'm being honest. Right. She kind of, she's bringing it and honestly it's backing it up. So I'm like, um, Pandora and like Sonique, her, Pandora, like, Pandora's I mean, honestly, I don't really hate any of them. I mean, Scarlet is like, I'm, I'm rooting for her. I'm just like, just give me a little bit more. I'm curious to see. Yeah. I don't but think this first two episodes was, was like, like a fair way to evaluate. Yeah, there was some people out there that were like upset that she didn't win the um one of the challenges, and I was just like, "Did you see?" And like, we'll get to it later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she's. I, we've talked about this before when talking about Drag Race. She's. But well, I'm assuming cisgender, white, gay twink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the fans go rabid when somebody like that doesn't win a challenge or doesn't do well or. Like oh she's so pretty. which is so it's just so fascinating to me. I'm like you guys realize that there's more to the community than people who look just like that, right? Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so what about you, girl? Who are your favorites so far? Raja, Eureka, um, Scarlet Envy is one of my favorites so far. But like I said, I need her to bring a little mm. bit more. Um, I kind of want to like Ginger, but she's been kind of like this really on and off thing where it's like. <laughs> I want to like her, but her attitude and something else is just like, mm. it's like, I, I forgot I that Ginger, she was on I this think season. Ginger's such a good drag queen. I don't think that Ginger shows up at the same level of as, as like some of the other Queens who are on these shows. Like, unfortunately, yeah, it's like an all, like the last all stars. It's just like, you weren't at the same caliber at all that some of the other Queens were. Well, I don't know. I'm waiting for like an acting challenge. I just want to see, um, um, Akira. Mm hmm. Cause that's when I mostly like I laugh at her because she's like she's out there. So I'm like, gimme, 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 gimme. So <laughs> did we have any favorite moments from these first two episodes that are coming back to y'all? Um, like any standout moments? Mm-hmm. Well, the first challenge was the reading challenge, which I felt was pretty weak. Underwhelming. Very yeah. underwhelming. Like nobody brought anything. Mm-hmm. Um uh what else? What else? What else? What else? Yada's titties all over <laughs> yeah, the place. Those, yeah, those titties were tittying. I'm like, so she's like, she's like bringing it out and whatnot. Um, like, where does she keep them? <laughs> and then what was a uh, what was it? I honestly love the way I forgot I forgot her I forgot her name, but Sonique's new name. Kylie. Kylie, thank you. Kylie, I love the way she looks. She looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Jiggly Caliente looks amazing. Yeah, so I guess shout out to that, right? We have mm. a lot of like diversity on this cast, which I think is probably the most fierce thing. 
um, two trans women mm-hmm. competing at the same time. We've got several people who are plus size um, competing on the show as well, which is sickening. Um, I'm just glad that a lot Silky of color. Kept, yeah, I'm just glad that Silky kept her mouth shut as much as she has, because honestly, like from her season, she was practically like on a fucking ten twenty four seven. Well, time we'll was see. Like, we'll see what happens. I, TV has a way, I think, of making people crazy. When I fucking saw her on that fucking thirsty wig in her confessional, like her one on one screen time. I'm like, oh my god, you keep it to wear that. <laughs> it's like a church wig kind of <laughs> Yeah it's Cause the only thing I kept thinking about was this meme Where they have that baby and they put it in The baby No you know wig. what it made me think of When E.T. wore the wig <gasps> it made me like, like E.T. in a bad fitting wig Tease um, you know, Yeah Silky I actually am enjoying Silky too So I Silky, Silky has not been Bringing anything for me right now I feel like it's It's she she's she's definitely one of the she's like a vangie or like those girls who like depend on personality it's it's like all personality mm-hmm. but to I, see she you seems through the like really she seems very like chill. oh i found the picture mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that wig looks better <laughs> she seems she seems chill this season mm-hmm. which is what i like um the thing is is that like she's not like just saying things to say things like that whole thing. If I was gonna lipstick for my life, I was ready. ready. I was fucking ready. ready. Yeah. What does that have to do with any, any of this? this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So I the first episode was fine. It was like the talent show. There was a lot of the same. I wasn't really like living for. Yeah. A lot them. of like dancing to their own like remix songs, and it's like I'm kind of here for it, but also I'm like. I'm tired. <laughs> I don't know. I just like, like I said, like it's like this cast is a double-edged sword. Like it's interesting because it's basically like seeing people who were at the middle of the barrel all competing well, for the crown. And not also, all of them. I, mean, I also think it's kind of weird that they do like a talent thing for, for drag Queens. It's like, well, what if, I mean, cause the, the fucking fact of the matter is, is like, that's what they do for a living is dance and lip sync and perform. We're going to see 10 fucking performances just like that mm-hmm. because that's what they, that's their talent. Like it's not often that they have like other multifaceted things, right? Because mm-hmm. the Queens who are doing stuff like what Jan did, who also, when I look back on it, I think Jan should have won that first challenge. What did she do again? She see? sang. No, no, no. I oh. I think it just got forgotten because it was at the beginning. Had she gone at the end, I think we would have been like, that was sickening. She literally went first, and then there was all this like shenanigans. I don't know. And when it comes to Jan with her singing, it's like it's a talent show, and it's like mm-hmm. I want a little bit more oomph. Like if you're gonna sing, like I kind of I like the whole like Christina Aguilera like holding the note, belting it at the end. But I'm just like, girl, you kind of do that all the time. Like I mean, I was living. <laughs> she's not here, so she's yeah. <laughs> she forgot where she's at right now. <laughs> Sorry. Don't be sorry. Just don't do it, Will. I won't. (laughs) (laughs) She forgot. (laughs) I said, leave the trade alone for 20 minutes. Please. Okay. Actually, he's the trade. Okay, well, stop being trade for 20 minutes. Sorry. I'm going to put some polish on you. (laughs) Okay. Then people will be asking you why you dress like a girl. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's for you. We had, you had, we had that. You could do that, and there's gonna be guys will be like, "Oh my god, I'm so into wow, guys with like right. a feminine." Yeah. Vibe. <laughs> oh my god, daddy, you're soft and like empathetic and like know how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> but like I, but what I was saying earlier is that nothing about the season has been standing out to me. The talent wasn't. I forgot that Jan even sang. I even forgot that Jan was even in the season. Like she's just like nobody. <laughs> no, like nobody's re- standing out. No, yeah. I think they really brought too many girls to a point that it's like this i think i don't understand the need for 13 why not just do like a comfortable 10 you know what i mean like yeah like 10 well 10 just to keep the numbers even Even. there better be a fucking double elimination to speed this bitch up a little bit there almost was right (laughs) well i think that they just needed more time because of covid which is why they potentially have more queens this season but like perhaps like they just need to like um, make this to give them more time to edit the new girls and to, to do the audition process gonna, and whatnot. I wonder if they're just gonna continue forward and keep it on Paramount Plus. 
Like the whole show? Mm. They probably will, and it's going to be annoying, but oh well. <laughs> I mean, it's only five bucks. Until the price and, goes up. <laughs> and there's some good stuff on it. That's tea. Um, the second episode was like the first ball of the season, and it yeah. was fine. I think Honestly, they- it was just way too much. Again, I felt overloaded where it's like, if you didn't, if you didn't hit and stand out right away, and it's weird because looking back at it, it's like the most memorable people were the ones that didn't do good. Well, <laughs> or, or the most memorable ones were safe. Like that was the judging yeah. was giving me very much legendary tees. No, no, it absolutely wasn't that bad. not. Hell no. Like yes, it was bad. I agree. No, I agree. I, no, I hated legendary for that fact because it's just like don't even get me started. What? Don't I'm, get me started because I want to see you next week. I'm gonna give you a high score. It's like no, bitch. You judge what was brought to the table. Well, no, that's my point. I'm like, they weren't. Were you looking at what they did? Because I, I need to under. Yeah, I want to understand like drag races, like judging the whole like eleganza thing. There's parts where I forget about how like drag race needs you to be like a polished like pageant winner, yeah. and it's like. Oh yeah, I'm not here for the whole banshee scene and stuff like that. But then again, it's like Rue lives for that when she lives for it. Yeah, it's like subjective. Yeah, it's like they already have a favorite and they're gonna love everything that that favorite does, oh. unless they really halfway will see. Mm-hmm. No, halfway we'll we're start see. seeing we're that start to see it. it right now. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I think we'll start seeing it again in this new episode that comes out this week. Yeah, we'll be like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys have any predictions for a possible winner for this season? Eureka. Eureka, if Raja keeps on the steady up, yeah. Because honestly, I like her redemption a little bit. When mm-hmm. even with her intro, she was like, I'm like a bitch. And da, 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 she's like, but then I didn't get to show none of that. I just showed you that I was a bitch. Like, mm. And it's like, yeah, own up to it. Mm-hmm. Own up and say you're here to fucking be like, I didn't get to show that, but here I am and I'm going to show you it. And bitch showed up to the table. Like, yeah. So I appreciate that and I can't wait to see more. I'm tied between her and Eureka at this point, but I have to see after next episodes. Every after every episode, everybody's like slot changes. Yeah, no, literally. Yeah. I think I agree with Eureka. I think Eureka's drag is just at a level that like she she kind of gives me like Shangela tease a little bit. Like her drag has just hit this level of like it's just mm-hmm. it's about as good as it's gonna get. It's at the peak, and not everybody else is at their peak. So mm-hmm. maybe she'll bring it a little bit harder. But also Raja, totally agree. Um, I think it would be fierce to see Sonique up there too, like higher up. I don't know that she'll win, but it would she be. She needs to start to- talking. Well, she's I, not a talkative girl. She's not probably. But that's the problem in this show. You have to be standing memorable. out. You have yeah. to be memorable. The thing is, is that there's a lot of queens because. Like you guys can memorize the show inside and out and remember all the queens and what season they belong into. I looked at who was the first queen I walked in. Um, was it Akiria? Did not remember her. I don't know that you watched the season she was on. I watched every season except for season one. I don't like, I remember her a little bit, but I don't even remember her hitting top four. She wasn't top four. Uh, she wasn't? She was. I didn't even remember that. Sounds like a you problem, Will. I mean, it's a me <laughs> problem, yes. But I know, like, there's people who watch it casually like I do, and they won't remember. Me, I remember the winners, and depending on how much they stand out, I remember the runner-ups. Like, I'll, I remember... I mean, that's fair. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I don't remember every single queen who's ever been on Dragon. Oh, no, like, yeah. my, my friend, my friend, he memorizes the show, remembers the lip syncs, what no, they were wearing. Yeah, that's like, he is that dedicated to the show. Like he's not dedicated to the point where he researches it's just his memory's that good. And it bothers me because I feel like every other person is that way. Sorry, I was itching my arm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a signal. <laughs> like wrap it up. Right. Will. I said, Will, shut up. Shut up. Um, so any last thoughts on these first two episodes of Drag Race? Let me ask you to your last question. Ask. Next episode, who do you think is going to go home? Or who would you want to see go home? Um, uh, Let me just remember who's on the show real quick. You want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. So, like, who I would like to go home at this point, I hate to say it. No, I really hate to say it. I kind of want to see Silky go home. Um. 
it, I want it down to silky or at least uh, after her Pandora, like either her or Pandora. Yeah, I you know while I think Pandora did really good these first two episodes, I don't think she's gonna last. Literally, very she long. disappeared. Yeah, like she was just. She was. She was literally not did not show up. Also, Scarlet too, though. Like I. Yeah. I was like, oh, where she's not the winner. She's literally probably going to make it for at least another three episodes and then be out. I feel. And all stars is tricky though, because you never know when girls are just going to like decide to show up. It's like what happened in that season. Trixie won. it was like, Trixie wasn't going to win that season. And then True. they pulled the old flipperoo on her and it was like, oh, the moment Bendela left, fuck the no, whole No, it was literally it was literally Bendela show. And then after she left, it, it was, was the Shangela. Shangela show. And then they were like, huh? Surprise, Trixie. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I guess we'll just put up with the one that's left over. <laughs> Which, I mean, I love Trixie. Like, I think Trixie's fabulous, but... I don't feel like she deserved to I win the season. I definitely don't think she no. should win. No, and that was stupid because I blame... Um, what was her name that went with a lip sync with her? Kennedy? Kennedy. Kennedy. Kennedy could have won that if she didn't do so much. Her and, like, Brooklyn... Like, well, no, you have to remember, though, Kennedy was in the bottom all the time in that season. Mm -hmm. So they didn't vote for her to win because she wasn't winning on the show. Yeah. You're not going to give top prize to a loser. No, and I fucking hate that shit that they did it for her because they were like, well, she needs a platform. And her whole thing during the whole thing was like, well, you already have a platform to go to after all this. Yeah. And it's like, no, fucking show it to the table or fucking get the yeah. fuck out. You don't deserve to get the fucking dessert if you're not going to fucking work for that yeah. shit, bitch. Like, just... <laughs> Just give it here. I'll put it Just here. give it to me. Like, I'll put it over there. Just, just give it to him, Will. Let me give it to you. Ah! No. <laughs> like, Why are you going to give it to me? Little pink button. Yeah. Give it to Daddy, me. chill. <laughs> um, Sky Daddy, give it to Sky me. Sky Daddy. <laughs> no, Sky Daddy's here. Yeah. Only no. Sky Mommies. Ah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so speaking of Sky Mommies. <laughs> Let's move on to our main topic. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, for main topic today, we're going to be talking about, again, as I mentioned, the third installment of my favorite RPG trilogy. Um, spoilers ahead, obviously. So, beware if you've not played Mass Effect 3 or have not. Um, taking the time to go out and purchase the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Or go back and listen to our other two episodes of, of Mass, Mass Effect. Effect 1 and Mass Effect uh, 2. 2. What's wrong um, with you? Please go do that so that we can enthrall you and entice you to purchase this game and experience it for yourself. We have yeah. three We have three reasons for you to get Mass Effect Legendary Collection, and that's Mass Effect 1. And feel free to two. get it with and offer code. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> feel free to pick it up with offer code. I was kidding. Offer code just gaming yeah. will get you absolutely nothing at checkout. <laughs> but, but you, you could try. <laughs> so um, Mass Effect 3 originally came out March 6th of 2012. Wow. Uh, that seems like it just came out like two no, weeks ago. No, literally. Um, <laughs> the game came out originally on 360, PS3, and PC, of course. Um, it's interesting. So I kind of had that same thought. You, it feels like it just came out, right? It sat on Game Pass for a long time, so I've always had access to it. I've been able to just download it whenever, and it doesn't strike my mind that it's a 360 game. Mm -hmm. So very much that. Um, again, it's the final entry in the series. Um, and will you've played and beat the whole thing? Yes, I have. And Miss Girl, nah, nothing at all. Nothing no samples. No well, samples, by then no it wasn't even on 360. It was Xbox One, and um, Homegirl didn't want to get the money to get the Xbox One because um, she moved over to a PS4. Well, it was on PlayStation too. Yeah. No, it was um strictly on Xbox for a while. Then I couldn't get it on PlayStation. Mass Effect? Yeah, it was on no, PlayStation. It was on PlayStation when mm -hmm. it first came out. Are you serious? Yeah. Yes, because I got it on PlayStation. Right. I was gonna. The say. only Mass Effect that wasn't on PlayStation at the time was Mass Effect One. One. Okay. Then and it most never likely came it was because I was too broke then. Yeah, <laughs> most likely that she said, "Poor." Yeah, I had a severe hot fries addiction. It's still there. Still do. Still do. Um, it's still there, but I I know how to manage it now. <laughs> I'm sure I can manage um, financially. <laughs> so, in this last entry in the series, you return as Commander Shepard. Oh my God. Um, the 
so following events at the end of the second game, you're basically put on like house arrest, I guess. Um, they basically slap you on the wrist and are like, we're going to keep you in your house because you were naughty and blew up a whole system to prevent the Reapers from coming sooner than they did. Mm-hmm. Um, the Reapers just like set in on Earth. It's very cinematic. Reapers are just suddenly attacking species all across the galaxy. <laughs> it's very fear sickening. I love this scary. scene so much. Uh, um, and let me just tell you, the third game looks fucking gorgeous. It looks oh my fucking God. gorgeous. So I didn't think I was really going to see that much of a difference, bitch, but it looks good. Like I saw then, you play a little bit of it today and I fucking love the way it looked. Yeah. It was Edie, right? Mm-hmm. Edie looks fantastic yeah. <laughs> in this game. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that, <laughs> wait, you have, I have to ask you this question. Ask me a question. Well okay. Remember that? Remember the uh, scene where you're playing a, sh- uh, a shepherd, obviously you're playing a shepherd, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> but like you're outside mm-hmm. and there's like all the ships like attacking, mm-hmm. like it's like the big war scene. I think yeah. that's in the very beginning of the mm-hmm. game. Like, how did that look? No, it was, it all looked phenomenal. Ah! Like, it all looked phenomenal. Like, and it was not that they had to do a whole lot to this game, but like, you could tell it got like a, just got, a general yeah. graphics update. Like, mm-hmm. you could see it. I feel like out of all the games, that one probably, that one and the second one probably got like the biggest boost because they had to do a lot more work on the first one. Yeah. Even though the first one still looked really good. No, to the first day. one looks phenomenal. It looks really good. It does rework on the, leg- as I've said in the first episode where we talked about mm-hmm. the first game, phenomenal. Looks yeah. great. And then I loaded up a new playthrough immediately after I finished this one Mm -hmm. to just kind of see it's like almost unclockable. Like there's certain things where you're like, there's just general shit that's different, but like Mm. visually it's crisp. It's clean. It's delicious. Yeah. The opening scene in mass effect three is just, it evokes a lot of emotion because the reapers, I mean, have just like swept in. They're unstoppable. Like nobody's stopping them. Hell no. (laughs) Shepard is forced to leave earth because Anderson's like, Hey, if there's an answer to defeating them, like it's not here. It's, out there you have to go get help basically um shepherd like then goes on a variety of missions deals with interspecies conflict the krogan and the salarians the turians the um asari are having their own issues Mm -hmm. there's stuff around like curing the genophage and um you can finally date Caden. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that, girl. Um, <laughs> the game kind uh, of culminates in this ending or these endings that initially received a lot of heat, a lot of fire, a yeah. lot of just people were really fucking pissed. Um I was really disappointed when in the them. games dropped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you basically after you build up a certain amount of like resistance, you kind of again more plot 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 stuff. Mm-hmm. Um you return to Earth and you, through acquiring the assistance of these other species in the galaxy, helping people out, scratching people's backs so you can get your back scratched, you f- have this like big thing built called the Crucible. The Crucible is supposed to be this like super weapon that destroys the Weepers. Weepers. The Weeper. Why did I say it like the that? The Weepers. The Weepers. <laughs> um, so at the end of the game, there's this like big. I mean, it's very, honestly, I forgot how emotional this game was. I cried. Not even going to lie. I oh, cried. Really? I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's been a minute. Um, because also romancing Garrus is just like it in the third game. It's so good, dude. Like the Garrus romance in ME3 is just like rock my pussy. Like <laughs> it's just some like orange button just a few times. Uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's just, uh, uh, um, so good. So you basically get to the citadel which you find out is part of the crucible the weapon uh-huh. um and then you're presented with three choices technically you're presented with two they don't tell you about the third one um you have to figure out the third one on your own which is kind of tricksy um so they're the choices presented to you are basically representative of the paragon renegade mm-hmm. decisions you kind of can make so the paragon choice is you sacrifice yourself to basically become in charge of the Reapers. You basically take control of the Reapers. You, as this, like omnipotent being, just like dictate everything they do. Mm-hmm. Um, the renegade option is you destroy the Reapers, but because the Crucible won't discriminate against synthetics, it 
you destroying the Reapers means that you wipe out all synthetic life. So like AIs, all that stuff who happen to be a part of your crew in this game. So like Edie as a character um, would die. The Geth as a race would get wiped out. Um, technology that species around the, the galaxy are dependent on becomes kind of like impacted. So there's like a lot of implications there, but you yeah. kill the Reapers, right? And then the third option, and this is when I found out on like my fifth playthrough of the game, is something called, they, you can synthesize. So what it is, is you basically make all of the species in the galaxy kind of this weird combination of organic and synthetic. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't ever really choose that one because I think it feels kind of weird, like... Let me just force people to like be something they're not. Uh. Um, they try to play it off like it's really well written. Um, but people were upset because obviously your shepherd dies. Mm -hmm. um, I believe in all three of these options. Initially, when the game originally came out, your shepherd died no matter what you picked. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, they had to was, put an end to something. Well, yeah. it, was at, it was at the sacrifice of you that... You Help. saved people. That, that saved everybody. So you, and then at some point down the road, the few, it was like a few, it was months after, I mean, after they had released the game, they basically mm. came back, they put in an extended DLC patch that gave you additional cutscenes at the end to kind of gloss it over, make it a little bit better. Which I up. didn't see. I didn't see those. So mm. having just finished it today, I will say, and I was talking to Will about this before we started pod. I didn't even notice what was like the original and what was the extended stuff because of how seamlessly they blended everything together. I was I like, love oh, that they did sure. that. So That's it so got cool. me really emotional. I was living. I was fun, cute, love it. Um, but yeah, so the game's got a lot of heat about that shit, and it was just like, whoa, why are you killing our shepherd? And people were really upset. There is one ending that's people have referred to it as like the perfect ending, where you can. Basically, like, make friends with everybody. So, like, on sides of conflict that happened in the game, you can get everybody on your side. Which I did. And then <laughs> um, at the end, you pick the renegade option. So the option to destroy the Reapers and synthetics. You basically wipe out the Reapers, the Geth, and Edie are, like, the the losses. And yeah. everybody else lives. Um, and then Shepard lives. So I, and I, I didn't know that this was the case until... Probably until I played it on Xbox One, if I'm being honest, that mm. you could do a run through where Shepard, like, I mean, and again, lives. it's not like confirmed or anything, but like air quotes lives. Well, it seemed like he lived because I chose the original ending that I chose was the one where I destroyed all synthetic. The renegade option. The, yeah. And so I chose that one by accident because I didn't know it was the renegade option. I mean, it's red, Will. Well, no, 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 no. Well, I mean, it was red, but the other ones were like, was green and blue. So I thought that the color didn't matter at that point. He said, it's just like, it was green and blue. And then I picked that one because I felt like that one was the right decision to do. I respect it. You were a man on a mission. And so I, <laughs> I thought that was the right thing to do because I'm like, okay, well, so technology ruined everything. So let's, <laughs> let's, <laughs> that's such a will answer for it too. I mean, like technology ruined technology, technology is the, ruined the devil and it ruined <laughs> everything in the galaxy. Get rid of all of yeah, it. So that's very well. <laughs> so your shepherd lived. It seemed like he did. Okay. So also the little sentient being that like runs the Citadel. It's this, it's this program. I think of it as a program that controls the Reapers, but it comes to you in the vision as the, in the form of this child that Shepard couldn't save at the beginning of the game. Yes. So Shepard, over the course of the game, has like these recurring nightmares where it's like, oh my god, I couldn't save this kid. Ugly, yeah, this ugly kid. Ooh. Um, I'm like, why are you hung up on this one child? Like this one kid. Like there was probably twelve other kids on that. And shuttle. didn't you just like let one of your teammates die in the first game? Like shut the fuck up. Think like, of yeah. this kid, but think of this kid as Shinra from Final Fantasy X. I don't know what that means, but let's go with it. It's that. like, okay, it's like the faith. He's like, he's like, he's like, hello, help save us. <laughs> you know, um, so you cried. The, <laughs> with the renegade option, this thing, this being tells Shepard, hey, also though, you're synthetic because Cerberus rebuilt you. So like. Surprise, bitch. Yeah, so <laughs> I can't guarantee that you'll, you'll survive. So in the original base game that came out. Shepard dies no matter what you pick because the renegade option takes out synthetics. You're synthetic. Hello. Yeah. I guess they rewrote it so that somehow through the renegade option, there's a loophole that you live. Mm -hmm. Um, the DLC. So there was some DLC on this game so that I haven't played. There was the Omega DLC where you basically help Arya Talok retake Omega 
It was so fucking fierce. It was so good. <laughs> Bitch, I was like, you know what? Because mm. I love Arya. Arya gives me big <laughs> lesbian boner tees, and I'm like, mm. Ariana Grande. Yes, I love Ariana Grande so much. I want to order it. She's saying Fenty. problems in the in the game. <laughs> they should have an ED mod where it looks like Ariana Grande. An like, ED mod? An ED Could mod. you imagine? Oh, Robot ED like, with a big old fucking. Thank you for coming tail. up and showing me take over on my like, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm me on your team. Like a yeah. Dream to me. yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so in this DLC, mm. and if you ever play it, you'll see. Yeah. I realized there are no female Turians shown in any of the three games ever. None. No. The first female Turian gets shown off in this game. Yeah. Or in the DLC. Oh, the D- oh, really? And she, bitch, she was so, and I, you know, and the whole time I played it, I was like, why wouldn't they have included, fe- like, you know, it just, I was like, why are all the Turians they've seen male? That just doesn't make sense to me. And it, maybe there's some kind of cultural, like, species thing that they wrote into, like, the lore that I'm not aware of, but, mm-hmm. huh? Like, where are all the girls? What was the Turian? They're the lizards. Mm-hmm. You know, Garrus? Oh. Yeah. They're Garrus. So the, the female... And you could probably look it up if you want, just so you can see them. The female Turians are sick. They look so cool. Are um, they warriors too? Yeah. No, the this um, I always or, or like like gunners and stuff. Because wow, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. There well, hasn't been a female. And then it it was lost on me because in Andromeda, one of your primary squad mates is a female Turian. So I was just like, oh, I didn't think about it in the base game, and it, this is that's who. That's what they look like. Mm. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I got I got to mix up with something else. Oh, um, shit. So there's that. And then there was some other DLC. There's, of course, the Citadel DLC. So this was a really popular one brought into this game because it is a DLC where you and the crew have shore leave. It provides a lot of opportunity for more connection, relationship building, that sort of stuff. There's, of course, story and action tied into it. Um, that DLC is probably my favorite DLC of the Mass Effect series. It's just such mm-hmm. a quality, like, well-written. Like just they, put, it, they put all the, they gave you the meat you were looking for. Well, a lot of people in the base game before Citadel DLC was put in complained because they felt like there wasn't enough, like, of a send-off. Mm-hmm. It felt very, like, super, like, shallow, the way that you kind of ended the game mm-hmm. and these connections with the people that you were in the crew with. So the Citadel DLC takes that and just like amps it up by 20 because you're like literally like having a last party with all these people that you've played the game with over the course of the first three games. I mean, see, that's what they needed to do. I felt like that was. Oh, you haven't played the Citadel. I haven't played this. I haven't played the Citadel. You need to play these games. I have to. I have to catch up on them now that I have the PlayStation in the room and I've been able to focus on games more. I can. (laughs) But then I got stuck on Final Fantasy VII Remake and then there's Ratchet and Clank and then there's Scarlet Nexus. Eventually, I'll get to. Yeah, I know my brain is all over the place. So it's like because I'm putting Mass Effect on a back burner because I did complete it before, but right. I really want to go back and explore these games again. But they're so no, so yeah. good. So I, I've of course, obviously been really enjoying this stuff. I cannot recommend the game enough. Um, so for the squad, so in ME two, you had I forget how many people I said it was. I think it was like eleven or twelve, maybe thirteen. It's like a season of Drag Race, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is this All-Stars 7? <laughs> um, in this one, you have Garrus, Tali, Liara, Caden, or Ashley, depending on who you saved. Uh, <sighs> James, Javik, and Edie. And then you can also have Rex through the Citadel DLC. So Rex is a selectable character for really? pieces as long as he survives the first game. Okay. Um, so a total of seven primary that you can get. And Javik is also a DLC. So Javik is a Prothean. Mm-hmm. Um, who oh, is that badass looking one? Uh-huh. Oh, so okay. The, Pro- the Protheans are also the race that came before that have like, that, laid that gave, the foundation for all this stuff. They're that, 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 like, about. Yeah, it was the one that, that like advanced technology by yeah. like 250 years mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. So oh. you actually find a living Prothean who oh, wow. squads up with you. He's actually one of my favorite characters. And that's in a the part of the DLC too. story mm-hmm. thing that they added. No, that's no, cool. he's just his own independent DLC. Oh. Uh huh. Oh, can, okay. You complete like t- the first two missions and then you can literally go get him right after. Oh, oh shit. that's cool. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty neat. Um, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I want. So this game was also the first game in the series. And I, no, I'm going to say this because I think it's the truth. Um, to include same sex options. 
And so there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of debate in the community, especially with people who are like diehard gamers on this game, about whether or not the um, Asari are, are female. Like, be, like, because in sort of, as a concept, like we're classifying them in sort of a human way, when like culturally they may just be whatever like, we are all a sorry like we're not male female we're just it could just be what a living being it yeah. could be the definition of a living being we're just like human beings yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. we're just we're just here living so i i used to i always think of liara as female but i also have kind of started to question it because i'm like well they're a uh, in human definition they're a monogendered species so they're technically not what's monogendered Monogender, one gender. Oh, so they're all female. I thought you said monogendered, and I was like, "What's monogendered?" Yeah, monogendered. Like, do they gender. say how? Do they say how they um that how they have how they breed more? Well, so and I God, I wish I could remember the name of the podcast, um, so we could shout them out. Nate showed me this episode. That's why I'm thinking about it this week because I listened to this. Um, the they talk about it, and they're they're like in Andromeda. There's a conversation that you hear from an Asari and somebody else in this like cultural exchange place that is part of the Andromeda story. Um, and one of these new aliens is asking an Asari, well, how do you identify? How do your people identify? And she says, well, I personally identify as female, but there are some people who identify as male, some people who identify as female and some people who don't identify as either. Mm -hmm. So, Ooh, LGBT <laughs> is in the, in the Asari. Yeah. Well, it's just interesting because they're, again, they're a monogendered species, but identification is still like a thing, I guess. So I, it's very tricky. So I think when you force, when you force like, oh, because the other races view two forms of gender or multiple right. genders or whatever, that they can't grasp the fact that there's a monogender thing. So they feel like they have to like make a decision mm -hmm. just to just to please the humans or to please the well other the asari races. also recognize that the other races have at minimum two genders so mm -hmm. male yeah. female they're the only but that's species just like that Earth equivalent but like other people around the world it's like not male and female yeah universe so girl the yeah. universe 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 yeah the asari universe. are the only one besides the geth who are synthetic who don't mm -hmm. have identifiers beyond just like you know, so, um, so they introduce same sex options. So again, Liara being present in all three games, people say like she is a same sex option, especially if you're playing a female shepherd. But again, that's up for debate given just, we don't know how Liara identifies, I guess is what I'm getting at. Oh, okay. Um, they introduce, um, Steve Cortez, Samantha trainer, and then Caden. Um, and I, you can't romance Ashley as a, Female Shep, can you? I don't remember. You can tell never Ashley did. never makes it to my third game. Well, I, I, I really didn't fucking care about <laughs> Ashley. She was dead to me, and she will she always be dead Ashley to me. Catch a Dorian. Yeah, Ashley <laughs> <laughs> catch the space races. I don't. I would, <laughs> I would never. That specious bitch. Yeah. <laughs> on my final, on my third playthrough, whenever I get around to it, I'm gonna try to keep her alive. Let, so let me know. Let me know because um, I ain't doing it. So. Yeah, so anyway, so they introduced Steve and Samantha Trainer. So Steve Cortez is a um, cisgender gay male um, who is a romanceable option open to male shepherds only. Samantha Trainer is a cisgender, at least as far as the game is identified, cisgender uh, lesbian female who was only romanceable by female shepherd. Mm -hmm. um, and she flirts with Edie all the time. So there's this like weird storyline for Samantha where she's like, she's caught early in the game like talking about how sexy Edie's voice is and like all the naughty things she would do to Edie's voice <laughs> and in the Citadel the DLC voice. yeah no well because she's she doesn't yeah. know that Edie so initially they have Edie playing it off like she's just a VI in the ship and not like a functioning AI because they don't want her to be taken out of the ship mm -hmm. so trainers like running around and then Edie's like haha you I you know now that I'm like living my tea um, I re heard everything you said. And I remember all of it. And I was watching your pussy get hot basically when you talked about me. <laughs> <laughs> there's this, there's a scene at the party girl during the Citadel DLC where she and Edie are talking and Edie is like, 
Samantha's like, oh, you're, you're like, um, diagnosed, like your diagnostics analyze body language. And Edie's like, no, I get more out of like analyzing like heat measurement in erogenous zones and like stuff oh. like that. And I was like, not your pussy was on fire for this robot. <laughs> that her basement was flooded. <laughs> oh my With lava God. girl. Apparently. She's all, does it come, does it vibrate? <laughs> Is it built for two? <laughs> I mean, that metal hair does I, turn me on. She's like, right. I, yeah. she's like, I named it Linda. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what? You don't know what Edie looks like, right? No. The third game. There's this show me hot like I'll cybernetic AI body. She's just like it's. <laughs> if I was heterosexual, so I will get it. It's banging. She also becomes <laughs> Joker's girlfriend in a kind of a weird twist, which is really interesting. Um, Who? It the pilot, sense. the ship it pilot. It actually makes sense for Ew. Joker. Yeah, it's kind of, it's like a way for him to fuck the ship is kind of how I interpreted it, which yes. initially I had a lot of problems with, but I was like, you know what? If she's an AI but who I has awareness and can give consent, hmm. that's what she looks like. Oh. Body crazy, curvy, wavy, big titties, little waist girl. She's got no titties, oh, you no DSL. Yeah, try to find a body picture, Will. Oh yeah, let me find the whole, here it is. Honey, who right. is your doctor? She's giving me Cortana vibes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I love Katana. Speaking of, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say wrong game, but then you did it twice. <laughs> <laughs> Mass Halo Combat. <laughs> <laughs> It's the mashup we never knew we needed. <laughs> um, <laughs> so people were really excited about the the inclusion of these options, specifically Steve and Samantha. The, I think, issue that a lot of people started to get hung up on was they weren't squad mates that you could take with you. Mm-hmm. So the connection started to feel a little less. So Cortez, Steve, is the uh, pilot for the shuttle. So like while he's not necessarily going with you explicitly on these missions, he's always there. Yeah. Um, and then trainer is your like calm specialist person. She's the lady who tells you if you have emails and she's, you know, kind of like your mm-hmm. personal assistant basically. Um, and then of course, Caden is now just somehow um, <laughs> into male shepherd. I, again, we're not going to question it because the sexuality can be fluid, but it I felt mean, it very, it felt very it, like, you say mm. you got a girl. No, <laughs> literally. <laughs> um, and then of course the Liara romance is canon. So Femme Shep Liara is canon for the game. That's the OG. That's Shepard was written as female when they first were writing the game. Um, male Shepard was thrown in as just service. To yeah. Service to men who play video games, apparently. Who can't well, no, that's exactly what it is. Role. They're like, oh, I don't want to play with a girl. Blah, blah, um, blah, blah. So, yeah, so Liara is the canon romance. So, of course, that's kind of a given, I think. Um, and they, and you know, I never really thought about it, but after playing it, they like try to spoon feed They forced uh, it. I can't see. Spoon feed. Yeah. Uh, spoon feed you, Liara. Like, literally. Like, there's so many moments where you could be like, oh, Liara. Mm, and I'm like, why is this like, a, why is this just available? <laughs> like, <laughs> why are you like that? Why are you on all fours? Yeah, <laughs> right? Like, get up, Liara, get up. <laughs> Have some respect, some dignity. Right. Dignity. Some dignity. Some dick and titty. Um, I will say, so in the first game, I romance Caden. I, I pl- I'm doing a femship playthrough because Garrus. Um, I romance Caden because I didn't want to leave the first game without a romance. I didn't have to, but I wanted to because drama. And I'm a messy bitch. Um, <laughs> it was something to do. <laughs> so he comes back, of course, second game, and he's mad at me. Mm-hmm. He comes in the third game. Which, honestly, it's like, I don't care that you survived and yeah, you're here with me now. fuck me, like, right? Like, okay. No, literally, you're fuck just, me. Yeah, like, no, like, <laughs> third game, he, like, is, like, he still is doing the weird, like, you were with Cerberus. I don't know if I can trust you. Like, are you down or not? Like, is, are you, No, like, if you keep suspecting me, get the fuck off my no, shit then, bitch. Right. Why are you here? So, I decided to play a game with him because he was mean to me. <laughs> He gets attacked on Mars. When you go to Mars, he gets a uh, shit rocked by oh, Edie's yeah. new body. So Edie's body is actually a, another AI that Cerberus developed. You kill that bitch, and then Edie's like, give me the body so I can use it for experiments. Oh, We didn't ooh. know she was keeping the body. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know that. Um, like, Edie, give us back the yeah. body. I let you have it for two days now. It's going to start smelling. Give me back right. the body. So... <laughs> 
Um, so Caden ends up in a hospital on the Citadel, and over the course of like a few missions, you have to like check in on him. He's really beat up. He's also buff. Oh, yeah. So the scene where you go to the yes. hospital and he's shirtless, orange button. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I saw it and I was like, Oh, oh she's like, I was like, I'm a loyal I'm woman. I'm a dance loyal. No, for you. I was like, I'm a loyal woman. I'm a loyal woman. I'm a loyal woman. Garris. 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 <laughs> no, I thought it was George. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. So he, anyway, he's like continuing to flirt with you. He's like, Shepard, I'm thinking about us and all the things we could have been. And da, da, da. I'm actively at one point with Garris. Like, no questions asked. Everybody knows. What's the team? Caden's like, at lunch, he's like, hey, let's hang out while we're on the Citadel. I'm like, okay, sure. I'm hanging out with everybody. Why not? He's like, buy me a steak. Haha, <laughs> being really flirty. And then he's like, the music changes. And he's like, Shepard, I want to talk about us. <laughs> and I'm like, are you fucking crazy? There's no us. Like, what are you talking about? You were literally a one night stand because I was horny on the way to a, a suicide mission. This isn't love. This so isn't this love. Is just me, myself, and I. No. <laughs> I got a man. I don't want your baby. I got a man, and he's amazing. He doesn't miss his shot. And he worked with me when I worked for Sir Barrett. <laughs> That's true. So then you shoot him down and he immediately is like, oh, okay. Well, what about that steak? Fire. No, I don't steak. You don't have to steak. Suck a dick. Yeah. Suck two dicks. Get some credit. You know how much <laughs> alien steak probably costs? A lot of money. And what fucking animal Especially during the time when the Reapers are invading the galaxy? Yeah. Where a lot of that moo moo going? It's going to. <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> I'm over here. I'm Doja Cat. Mm, moo. moo. Um, Bitch, I'm so. So, obviously, your romantic choice in this game is Caden because yes. you. I stayed celibate the entire time. This oh, is my story. Waited this, for him. This is my. This Tell is my, us the story. This well. is my story. My story is my John Shepard was a homosexual the entire time. <laughs> Gold star gay. Let me explain. Mm -hmm. So what happened was is that everything. once okay, I didn't <laughs> start playing <laughs> I didn't start playing Mass Effect or getting into the series until they announced the third one. The third one hadn't come out yet. That's but they did mention that homosexuality was gonna be like homosexual relationships were gonna be in right. the game and that Caden was an option. And I always like Caden. I'm like, oh I'm gonna save myself for Caden. So oh. I played so I played on my ex on the Xbox run. I played um I played a shepherd no relationships with nobody. I just say I'm a workaholic captain worried about the world and saving myself for last. <laughs> when I get to the third game, I figured you know we're near the end of the mission. <laughs> you know, I've I, I died and I've come back to life <laughs> and died again. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I didn't live my best life. So, so you all, had regret. So I had regrets. And after I joined Cerberus and Caden was not happy about it, we had conversations and he had trust issues with me. But after a while, he came to me and and in you uh, yeah because apparently my character was a bottom i had no choice in the matter she was just a good season i really do pussies in the mist <laughs> but then uh so yeah so then after that i had kaden and i was just like i was so impressed because of the hospital scene hey, i'm like oh my bitch, god he looks motherfucking good bitch and oh, you yeah. know what? And it almost always sways me. But then I, I like after playing Garrus's romance, I'm like, that's why this is my Garrus's romance is so good. Like the, the problem with Caden is that he's boring. It's it's he's it's so dull. boring. So this he, is why I'm doing a male Shep playthrough now. I just started today. Mm -hmm. I'm doing a full renegade playthrough. So I'm gonna be a bitch to everyone. Yeah. And my guy looks kind of like a queen. I'm not gonna lie. He's got a little. He's got a little mean mustache. <laughs> and his his brows are kind of so like Shepard. We need your help. I said, who are you? Do I have to? Ooh. No, Joan Rivers. Um, I don't have any of your jewelry. <laughs> I don't know. So I've debated if I want to romance Liara in the first game because it feels kind of mean to do that to Liara because I like Liara. Oh, fuck Liara. Um, so I may not romance anybody in this first game, but in the second game, 
I think I'm going to do Jack because I've never done Jack. And then after seeing her in the third game, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to feel any obligation to continue the romance with her. I'll be able to kind of like live this like sexual fluidity tease. And Jack's hot. Like I think Jack's hot. So yeah. <laughs> give me the strap, sis. On the, on the, on the <laughs> PlayStation version, I, I, I romance Jack. So yeah, I remember and you said it was uneventful and it was an accident. <laughs> it, it, it was. It, well, actually, no, it was for a trophy. <laughs> I needed to romance somebody. I said, well, would you okay, wait, what would you do if you woke up the next morning and your girl looking like the Six Flags man? <laughs> I'm like, I'd rather that than Miley. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm a what? Woman. Sexual. Oh. So, yeah. Did you say hummus? I said yes. woman. <laughs> well, put it together and it was hummus. It's a woman. <laughs> Some hummus. Hummus. <laughs> um, the saddest part about the endings is that your partner, like, lives. And they're just, like, lonely. Ouch. Aww. No, I know. That shit kind of upset me. But I was thinking, I was watching this ending. Because, so... The thing they added in was Shepard in this like um, omnipotent like ugh, isn't actually Shepard. It's like this entity that's informed by Shepard's person. Mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily Shepard. It's this like elevated like God version of Shepard who like has no connection to anything, but also does. It's really it's really interesting. But they were painting it, and I was like, you know what? What if this like being found a way to like embody itself in something, and then that's they continue for like another Mass Effect game or something. And I that would kind of be a gag. Could you imagine? But I think that that's probably what they would do. Right. I feel like that. I feel like that's actually like legit. Because even in the Renegade playthrough, if your Shepherd lives, they don't. I mean, I'll, I'll see how that goes with this playthrough. <laughs> but there's no like definite. So like, I wonder like, if anybody will help me at all after yeah, I die. <laughs> there's no definite like, hey, this is how this whatever you know they can take it any direction they want. The reason I'm talking about this is because something I just mentioned before the pawn. Which is? Um, Bioware, re not recent. I shouldn't say recently because it wasn't recent. But a while back, put out a teaser for future Mass Effect content. It's like these shots of like a shuttle and planet, this, that, the other. Um, you see this like shuttle land and there's this person. They pick up an N7 helmet. You're like, wait, what? This is Mass Effect. And then the camera pulls back. It, there's like this gorgeous sunset. There's people like going to the shuttle. And then the hood blows back and it's Liara. Uh -oh. And you're like, oh. So obviously there's something going on. I don't know if that means that Shepard is still alive or what the T is. Or do you but think it's just a Liara only play game where you're where the main character is like you play as Liara? You the know, part time? of me. So after having played these fucking games so many times, I don't know that I want to see any more Shepard, if I'm being completely honest. I played Andromeda, like I played Andromeda yeah. and you get the Ryder twins. And I was like, they're not as cool. They're like, right? they're like kind of young. They're bratty. They're like, they're just not as fierce, but they're, they're, they're there. They're there. But if you don't compare them to Shepard, they're, they're fine. Like they're fine. But it's also like, do I really want to like, have another like how are they gonna pull that off like you know what i mean the amount of like plot believing i would have to do for them to be like shepherd's <laughs> just back it just is what it like is, is. this the, is this the quiet place plot for plot yep oh the God. alien steered the boat to the island oh what was that girl's name <laughs> from that stephen king movie she breaks that guy's ankle oh misery yep or well that She's wasn't like, her name i but. stood up and i said no <laughs> 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 so um, it's gonna hurt. Would you, you hurt will you. because you you besides myself have the most experience with the game? Would you be excited to play with your shepherd again, or would you rather see like new, like air quotes, like new characters, new content, that kind of stuff? To be honest, I would actually be very excited to play as my shepherd again. Mm. I I understand why you wouldn't want to. Because he is a very, because Shepard is a very vanilla character in general, because of just like, I mean, it's based off of your choices, what you make. Obviously, that creates the Shepard. I was going to say, was your Shepard from the book? No, no, no. <laughs> well, no, because I was always being like Mr. Goody Two Shoes. Like, I said oh. yes to every mission, yes to everything, because I was that person. I have to pause you real quick. That was uh. one thing. So, because we're almost at time. I fucking hate, I hate, I hate. So there's a galactic readiness scale in this game. Mm -hmm. Part of that is, is you get that just through beating missions, regular shit, right? 
a huge chunk of it is you're just like walking around places. People are talking, hey, oh my God, I need this thing from this system. I wish somebody would help it. Not even a direct <laughs> conversation with you. You're just listening to people. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, I'm going to put this in my logbook as I need to go get this for this person. I'm like, I don't even know who fucking said it. How am I supposed to bring it back to them? Right. <laughs> and it's and it's for like 25, like 5, 10, 15 points of galactic readiness. It's I, not, did, I did every single one. It's No, and it's ridiculous, <laughs> is it not? Yes. It's, <laughs> I was like, what is this redundant fucking system? It's the absolute worst. Anyway, sorry. I, I just, you triggered me when you're talking about cool. No, <laughs> no, but like, so I, so I, so with... So I would just like to know how they would continue this, how the story continues cool with the, with the choices that I've made throughout the series. Ooh. But it looks like now, I mean, I still have my old. I don't know if I even have my old saves on the thing because I didn't play this on because I have my PlayStation One, and I don't remember the choices I made on the PlayStation. The mm. Xbox is the one that I spent the most of everything on there but i don't even know if i still have the saves for that well so. you have the legendary edition with probably more content than you even had when you originally played oh it, definitely because i never got i me. never got the dlc never got the dlc because the thing was is that i was just kind of like pissed off at the end of the the third game yeah. i'm just like uh, at so when point, they announce shit yeah you'll be ready to go girl i need to get on it turn and burn it. i want to learn <laughs> how long did it take you to beat mass effect 3 uh oh i didn't even look at my hours on this one i think it was probably the longest okay um the first game i beat in about 12 the second one was about 24 25 and i think this one was a few hours longer than that and my last question in because the citadel dlc is in there and and mm -hmm. all the extra stuff is in there did that seamlessly blend in everything everything blended in uh -huh. so it's like it's now officially part of the mm -hmm. game it's not something that i have to like oh go to the ship and trigger it no, well, so the Citadel DLC is there's part of how you like start the quest is you when you're at the Citadel, you have the option of docking in the regular docking bay or there's a, a option where you can select apartment. The reason they do that is because it, they want you to choose when you do it. I always tell people if you're going to do the Citadel DLC, do it right before you do the priority mission where you assault the Cerberus base. Because that is the point of the game where you have sort of met everybody you need to meet. You have all your squad. You've kind of helped out people who need help. Um, because the assault, <clears throat> excuse me, on the Cerberus base is basically the start of the final mission. Yeah. So Citadel DLC should come right before that. And then you kind of get the most out of it. Yeah. Okay. Because it's like the final party before. But it's, I mean, die. it's seamless in that like you get like an email from, or not even, I think it's like an email and a video chat from Anderson. And he's like, hey. I am on Earth fighting. I'm not going to fucking go back to the Citadel. I have no reason to. I want you to have my apartment. Oh. And so you just like, it's just like, go check out the apartment. But it doesn't force you to. You're not like pushed okay. into it, anything like that. All right. Cool. There's also the Leviathan DLC, which gives you kind of an origin story on the Reapers, which was one I'd never played. So fucking cool. So there's a total of four DLCs. There's a lot of DLC. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. A lot of I didn't even know. I just remember that there was like the Citadel's dlc that i heard of and one other one mm -hmm. but i think it was a lot viathan one was the other one i heard of but i just didn't yeah i had always heard was. about it never did it and that it was really good too mm -hmm. again it, i really enjoyed this playthrough because it was some for some of the dlc and stuff like some of the story experiences first time i've ever played any of them so mm -hmm. this was like a brand new experience for me which was really cool that's awesome um definitely worth the money highly recommend <laughs> recommend um for those of you who have an interest in rpgs or space or sexy aliens and a little bit of gayness or all of them above all the above all i highly them. recommend um recommend. any last thoughts as we close out this final um, oh my God. episode on mass effect i cannot believe it's the final one of the trilogy yeah i know oh my god imagine how, how i feel all this work uh, i had to do to make sure i was ready for this episode i mean girl <laughs> you just beat the third one today no i know so now i can kind of casually <laughs> so play with that pressure that was her living no, to the second time beating it yeah. so when you were playing the game this is the last question for real for real um when you were playing the game were you were you just trying to get to the end as quickly as you possibly can you didn't really do that much side stuff unless if you absolutely had to or were you playing like like you would normally would. 
I think there's some stuff in the first game that I tend to just miss because I don't play the first game as thoroughly as I should because I, I've not I've not had to play the first game in a way that I wanted to feel invested in it like that because of how difficult it's always been. Mm-hmm. So in this coming playthrough that I'm going to do where I have a little bit more time, I'm going to try to flesh it out a little bit and do that. I think with my first run on the run I did, I think there was probably some stuff I missed. Nate was talking to me about how you can get like Rex's grandfather's armor for him and that yeah. causes some stuff and that has implications for the third game. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a lot of stuff that like Oh, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true because a, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember there's, that. So there's a lot. Yeah, so I didn't realize I missed that, but apparently that's something you missed. So yeah. I'm going to go back through and I may even pull up a guide just to kind of see what I I mean, I played I always played with the guide. That's why I, that's why I, that's why I, <laughs> That's why I, that's why I got everything cuz I was I played that game and I was hundred percenting every. Yeah. So I was on the game longer than you normally would. Like I think I spent like maybe twenty five hours on the first game. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm anticipating. Is I probably need to spend closer to like thirty to yeah. really like hundred percent it, which is fine. I I'm not opposed to doing that. I um just was like I I mean yeah I guess you're right. I was kind of rushing, but I also found in the second and the third game, especially, I was taking my time like making sure I wasn't skipping scenes or. You know, I was listening to all the dialogue, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, because I really wanted to make sure I wasn't missing story pieces. But you weren't like doing side quests. Um, in the third game, definitely not. I was not going to like planets and like scanning shit and like, oh, let me go get this and then bring it back to the citadel. Nope, didn't do any of that, and I probably will <laughs> never do any of that. <laughs> no point for me because the thing is, is the max tier you can get in galactic readiness is six thousand plus. As mm-hmm. long as you have over six thousand, you're guaranteed like the best possible ending of the three endings you can choose. Mm-hmm. So you just you don't even need to get every single resource. I had just over six thousand by the time I finished. Oh, so yeah, you just made it to the bare minimum. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So anyway, with that, thanks everyone so much for tuning in, listening, uh, kind of experiencing Mass Effect with us. Mm. Oh my god, Attack Point Massive as (laughs) super massive black. Oh. As always. Oh, also, it's the end of Pride Month. Oh, so yeah. goodbye, Pride oh. Month. Bye, Happy Pride, Pride, Pride to those of you who are celebrating. Um, and to everyone, I mean, make sure you're just celebrating Pride every day, bitch. Just because it's over doesn't mean we stop celebrating. Be yeah. yourself 24 <laughs> Tell that to the companies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't want to see no logo changes on the first. <laughs> At least wait a day. Let's wait till the second. <laughs> You know that the logo is ridiculous. Oh, we didn't change our logo. Homophobia. Uh, well, I mean, I changed my Facebook page, but it's my personal one. Anyway, um, thanks everyone so much for listening. Again, be sure to give us a follow, like, a subscription at all our social media, Just Game and Pod, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, and soon, hopefully, other stuff to come. Until then, this is Brandon. Will. This is Way. And we'll see you next time. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. Stay gay.